Hello, podcast listeners. You're listening to Sex from the Couch with Dr. Arlene Krieger. Today I'm going to read you chapter one out of my upcoming book, Fairy Tales of Love and Lust, Sex, Sin, and Things That Go Bump in the Night. I wrote this book for young women and men that are not married, that are single, that are receiving a lot of pressure in society about why they haven't met that one, why they're not married yet. Here we go. So many men, so little time. A committed relationship, the house with a white picket fence, isn't going to make you that static cliche in the suburbs. It's just going to make you someone that loves someone. Once upon a time, there was a little girl that believed in fairy tales. Her mother would read to her every evening before bed. These were tales of princes and princesses, iconic fairy tales preaching an ultimate goal of finding true love and a happy ending to the story. We as little girls were hand-fed the notion that we would grow up and find that one and only true love one day. Ultimately, the perfect marriage with the perfect husband, little cottage with a white picket fence, 2.2 children, and a dog or cat. These were our fairy tales that most of us bought into. Yes, especially when we grew up into women. Women in high school, in college, in the workplace, professional women, women of all socioeconomic places in life, women of all shapes, sizes, and ethnicities. Most all of us at one time or another dreamed the dream that the handsome prince would arrive on that white horse, of course, one day, and carry us off into the sunset. By the time we were 30 years old, most of us had simply just run around collecting boyfriends and scars, justifying the time we've spent together being bruised by past and current relationships, yet we still go on, hopefully learning from our past mistakes. Even though all the promises that we thought to be love were simply torn apart by life itself, somehow as women we pick up the pieces and we moved on. After all, what other choice is there? Certainly not giving up your self-essence and losing yourself in the wake of a relationship gone wrong. Don't give up or feel defeated. You have many choices which we will explore together in my upcoming book, Fairy Tales of Love and Lust. If your agenda is to be a single woman with no intent of long-term relationship or intimacy, that's your choice. No one has the right to judge or condemn you for wanting to live an independent life free of a monogamous or binding commitment to a partner. The fast-paced, ever-changing advent of the internet has changed the dynamics of how we meet and mate drastically. There are still some throwbacks, parents, clergy, even your psychiatrists that might ask, why not try and meet a nice guy at church, synagogue, or a social gathering? Seriously, what world are they living in? Who has time nowadays to go to these venues? Most all work hard at their jobs, have other outside obligations that consume their free time, and have become entrenched and hardwired to getting their purchases, information, and yes, even our partners all at the flick of a finger on the keyboard. It seems that those that find themselves looking to meet their mate want it now, right now, as quickly as you can order up a burger and fries at the fast food window. What's up with this thing called speed dating, where you get to sit and play musical chairs in a room filled with a hundred people or more? Is this what it's all come to? Way too cold and calculating for the girl that wants that great story, the one that she can tell her kids one day about how she met their dad. Then there are those that call themselves serial daters or multitask daters, dating two to three people at a time and going out on several dates a week. This is Sally or Sam. They will run you over in traffic trying to take a look at their messages, eyes totally off the road after hearing that awesome, also familiar plunk of the iPhone. Having serial dated for a while, they have become as hardwired for that fix to their ego 
as desperately so as if it were crack cocaine they needed to survive. This is not the way to date smart. Just look at yourself. Has it gotten you anywhere but back in the same rut where you began? If you're beginning to think that you're a nerd magnet, or worse yet, a spiritual guru to every loser on the planet, perhaps you need to rethink your dating strategies. I know, I know. It can't be you, it must be him. There is some truth to that, but you aren't living your life in a unilateral bubble. There are two of you in the past relationship. If it ended badly and in retrospect you can't figure out what went wrong, it's time to take a look at the part you played in the script. Okay then, so how do you find your way through this maze of the dating game and come out ahead? Statistically, 99% of the men you're going to meet are not the one for you. It's simply a numbers game. So let's say that you continue to date a string of guys and you spend a year in a relationship with a guy that isn't really the one for you, but you stay because you think you're going to change him, then it doesn't work out, <clears throat> big surprise, and so you finally move on to the next guy. If you do the math, it will take you 99 years of your precious time to finally meet the right man. This takes us to the next consideration of knowing when to cut your losses and say goodbye. Difficult at best, I know, but you either stay in the endless void of angst and disappointment or you find the courage to move on with your life. When to stay and when to go is one of the hardest but most critical decisions you'll ever make in your life. You have the right to choose whom, how, when, and where you want to have a relationship. Sex, commitment, love, intimacy. Whether you want to live with a guy or have a one-night stand, marry or have a string of lovers, it's all your right to choose and ultimately your choice and your choice alone. The point of writing this book was certainly not to cast any judgments on you or tell you the right or wrong way to have or not have a relationship. I will, however, in the upcoming book, ask that you practice safe sex for your own sake, which means using protections of various means with your lovers. STDs are still rampant out there, mostly so in the younger and the elderly but also across the board. Just because someone seems to be a nice guy or a nice girl doesn't mean a thing. You will be sleeping with whoever they slept with last, metaphorically speaking, as far as STDs go. It's also inherent in the active dating relationship to develop your own boundaries of what you will or will not accept in your dating practices. This is important not only for your physical safety, but your emotional capacity as well. As forward-seeking and accomplished women of today, it's hard to believe that you could find yourself in a situation that you could not get yourself out of. Trust me with this one, please. Some of the women I've interviewed in this upcoming book have come across tenuous circumstances at best and luckily ended up on their feet. Be smart and realize that not everyone is good out there. Sorry to have to remind all women of all ages that what you think you're seeing isn't always what you get. Ted Bundy, the mass murderer, appeared to be a handsome and gracious man with a great smile. Play by your own rules until you know who you are playing with. Today's woman wants more than to be objectified and seen as a pretty little thing on her man's arm. Don't get me wrong. I believe in being a woman, full on, with all the bells and whistles. Whatever that means to you, whether in your four-inch stiletto heels striking a pose on the runway or becoming the next president of the United States, no man should ever define what your personal and individual idea of womanhood means to you. B. 
being a therapist, I'm always approached at events and parties on airplanes and airports, in the grocery store and at the checkout line, mostly by people who either know what I do for a living or see me reading certain books on the subject of relationship. Therefore, I always seem to invite people to tell me their personal stories. Even when I owned an antique store years ago, women would come in and sit for tea, spending hours telling me their life stories. I drank more tea with friends than sold antiques. I find the statistics below to be of great import as many women of all ages continue to wonder if their choices are within the realm of normal. Normal is as normal does, meaning if it works for you and you're happy, then it's not a problem. So, as to the normalizing of being single, there are many self-help books out there by layperson and professional alike, claiming that either he just isn't that into you, or worse, it's not him, it's you. And that's the reason you're alone. So what if you're alone? Most likely, it's not you, but him, that is the problem. Perhaps you've decided that this is not the man for you. You've given the relationship a few weeks and realized that it doesn't seem to be a good fit. Your values, belief system, likes and dislikes, political views, ideas about sexuality, friends, religion, financial aspects of your life, for starters, just don't seem to be on the same page. Does this make you some sort of misfit, forgotten and left out person that nobody wants or has chosen yet? Absolutely not. Today, most all women, whether they have college degrees or not, know the difference between being treated as an equal partner by the man they're dating or realize that they're being subjugated by a throwback to the quintessential Neanderthal man. Sorry, but in today's world of wanting something more than being someone's wife, having the 2.2 kids and making a perfect apple pie, women are willing to take the challenge of pursuing a career, being respected by the man they choose to be with, along with being his equal partner standing by his side in life, not following several steps behind him. Until today's woman comes across that eclectic mix of modern man with a nice mix of old-fashioned good manners and respect for women, she seems to be willing to wait on the fairy tale of marriage until she finds that modernized fairy tale that she can believe in. Thank you for listening today. I'm sorry about my voice. I'm getting over a bit of a cold after having been in upstate New York last week in four-degree temperature. Brr. I'm a Miami girl through and through. <laughs> I love my listeners, and I greatly appreciate your interest in what I have to say about love and life and relationship. I'll be back again next week with something new on the subject. Until then, have a great day. Please feel free to visit me at my website, bocatherapy.com or sexfromthecouch.com. In love and light, Dr. Arlene Krieger.